Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Michael, I never want to take this for granted. Um, and I almost did when I came in last night to Phoenix. Old Town Scottsdale, more specifically. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, another Super Bowl. But, man, this is a privilege. This is fun um, to have our show here, to be here, um, to experience the energy of Super Bowl 57 uh, on Radio Row. Uh, with brother from another, this is That's our right. second consecutive second year one doing this. In uh, this is my 11th Super Bowl uh, week covering. How many Super Bowls is this for you, you know, now, Mike? You know, you've done so many, you kind of lose count. Right, right. <laughs> now, I, I, I don't know. It's been a lot. Yeah, so, it's been a lot. Right. I thought you'd have more than 11. Honestly, yeah. I mean, the beat reporter that you were, I took a break. The national reporter that I t- you I, were. I took, a, I took a break, but I mean, obviously, this is full circle for us, and I think we talked about this last year. But we, of course, sat next to each other in Super Bowl 36 in the Superdome in New Orleans in for New the Orleans. Patriots' first Super Bowl championship, which changed our lives um, for the better in no many respects, that experience. And that first one, the re- that first one is beautiful. As Sade said, it's never as good as the first time. Come on now. That's, that's too old of a reference for you. I'm going to keep I'm, She's I'm, like, who? She's like, who's like, Sade? Oh, my parents Shade? used to listen to Sade. That's right. My, who's she? Yeah, wow. I, I, think my, I, think, I think my parents used to listen to that music. But I never, but the reason, you know, we started off, you know, talking about just what a privilege and, a, and a, how fortunate we are to be here is this is your first. Now, yes. you are known as a, as a hoofstress, uh, as an NBA queen, Natalie. Um, but uh, thanks to your role on Brother From Another, you've had to expand your repertoire. And here you are for the first time, y'all, you're credentialed in everything. I am. At the Super Bowl. <laughs> How do you? You always cheese it, so I don't know. Yeah. Like she always happy, so yeah. I don't. It's like is this extra happy, Natalie, or is this like like how are you feeling? First Super Bowl experience. Oh, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Uh, it's amazing. I, it, this is all surreal to me. Yeah. What are you nervous about? I, I'm just. I'm no. I'm. I'm curious. I'm curious. Because, like, you know, I. I think nervousness is normal, but I just. I think you can help us by letting us know what you're most nervous about, so we can kind of kind of demystify this whole thing. <laughs> well, I'm a preparer. You know, I like to prepare. Mm-hmm. And the people don't know. I wasn't supposed to be on right at this moment. We walked up. Uh, Mike and I strolled in here <laughs> yeah, late. Came in. On CP time, <laughs> yeah. as usual. And just uh, and, and say, hey, Natalie. Get mic'd up. Come on. You're coming on. Come you're on, coming on, you're coming on you want to do the show? You're coming on I'm going to just come on the show. She's What's like, the big deal? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, not like. Sink su- or swim, Natalie. Sink or swim. Not super nervous, but a little nervous, but exciting. Good nervous. Yes. Yeah. And it's the first time I get to share the stage. As first I'll time put we're it, meeting. With both of you, yeah. We, well, we've never met in person. Not in yeah. person. So, yeah. wait a minute. met last night. Wait a minute. This is a, today was the first time. Yes. First time. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought <laughs> first time. Today was the first time first you guys have met in, in person. Yes. And I immediately woke up and started yes. barking complaints. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't right. This ain't right. That's why. That's why I thought you guys had known each other. <laughs> oh, 
are. Are you serious? But it seems like we've known each other for years, right? This is the first time. Yeah. This oh, is wow. the first time. Yeah. Like, we've been on the phone. It, I mean, we've been on the phone for hours yeah. and hours and hours, and she probably tried to get up the phone with me. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's like, it's hey, really hard. Well, let me let you go. Hey, let me, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, let me get this. Yeah, you got to make up something. Man. I got to uh, yeah. go get this thing. Yeah. Uh, Mike, so uh, we, but never in the same space. But it's good to have you. Good and, to have uh, you. And the only thing, I, I'm so happy that you're here. The only thing you're missing from this trip is that you forgot something. You forgot you left uh, New York and you forgot something you were supposed to bring. Shout out to your mom. What did your uh, mom tell you to bring and you didn't bring it? Yes, well, you know, y'all all heard about Gary's sweet potato pie. And then, you know, my mom got in the mix because... Mom's competitive. <laughs> like, really? wait, 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 this is wait, all man. news to me. Hey, Ain't no so, way. Yeah, she makes a sweet potato Carter pie, but it's in makes the freezer. A better pie. You I forgot the, the sweet potato pie? I forgot the pie. I forgot the pie. <laughs> like Gary Carter. Who's Gary? <laughs> Let me show him. She's probably multitasking. Let me just put a little, let me just whip a little pie together. I ain't even tasted mom's pie, but with all due respect to Gary, I'm putting my money. I'll take the Pepsi <laughs> challenge with mom's. I don't know. Some, listen, something about mama's pies, number one, which I know is Gary's mom's recipe, but something about mama's pies and a mama that decides to say, hold on for a second. Hold on. And, and, and create a challenge. The sweet potato pie challenge. They ain't doing it on TikTok, but they're doing it on Brother this, from Another. Sweet potato pie I love challenge. the sweet potato Everybody pie. Everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, we all, we, we win. Everybody wins. We win. Except for you my guys waistline. will get it. I'm so sorry. I forgot it. So, but no, but uh, seriously, uh, enjoy this week. Uh, I will try to make it as, as stress-free for you as I can. Um, <laughs> okay. But enjoy You'll this week. You'll never forget it. Yeah, never forget it, it that's either. what I'm saying. It's just like, and and before you know it, week. it becomes old hat for you, and you get caught up in the minutia and the grind and the stress, and you kind of forget how cool this actually is. So I'm glad uh, to be kind of experiencing this through your eyes in, in, in many respects. Um, and Michael learned this last night. You don't know because... Hmm. I don't actually come on that much to talk football, but I am an Eagles fan, so that's who I'm rooting for. I didn't know that. <laughs> that, that, that was a scoop last night. I didn't that was know like, that. That was, was breaking really news. big for you. You bury okay. Yeah. In journalism, <laughs> in our business, we have this phrase called burying the lead. Okay. It's like, why didn't it, you tell us this before? It was almost at the, the, you didn't the ask? next to oh, last. Oh, I gotta ask every. That's what I'm saying. It was How many times I told you to I don't want to have to ask for everything. I get tired of asking for everything around here. Next to last paragraph in the story was like, so oh yeah, by Eagles the way, fans. this is big. I'm an Eagles fan. This is huge. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Surprised you're not even wearing not wearing green. That's uh, later in the week. You got time. Okay. Yeah. So time. now you know what that means. Now you're coming on every day. Because that makes you that makes you a correspondent. So now you can yeah. get comfortable. That yeah, we makes may, it, yeah. yeah, we may send you on some Eagles assignments. I know, right? You gotta go to media because, day or yeah, whatever yeah. it is now. There'll be some insights. Press conferences. You'll pick up some insights wow, just from talking knew? to people. Eagles fan. How perfect is this? First Super Bowl and the Eagles are in it. Perfect. Yes. Um, but another tradition here at the Super Bowl, at least for brother from another, uh, is Brooklyn Nets drama. Says last year, <laughs> at this time, if I recall correctly, because it's been several trade demands ago, I think Harden was actually traded. Yeah. During Super Bowl week last during year. During Super Bowl week. Yeah. We were out at SoFi. Yes. We, we broke off into a room, uh, one of those fancy suites at SoFi. Uh, 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 sorry, sorry, Uncle Stan. We went into one of your, uh, one of your suites and we just did like an emergency brother from another, didn't we? Not one to avoid accountability. Accountability with, for what? And with that, I'm going to shut up because this is your well, moment. I mean, what happened? This, I, is, I, your this is what happened. Uh, in January 2021, everybody, in 2021, January 
James Harden was traded from Houston to Brooklyn. What? Houston's awful. It's not me. It's them. He wanted out of Houston. And now here we are in February of 2022, a whole year later. <laughs> a whole year later. And now he's gone from Brooklyn to Philadelphia. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So now I, we're trying to come I, to the Super Bowl, trying to talk some football, trying to talk about your Eagles, and Kyrie Irving <laughs> demands a trade that is immediately shipped off to the Mavericks. What's so what's so great about it is that how hard you went in, Natalie. The man when, when when they got there, this 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 big three, this big three that's just that's just known for like I, I think they're gonna put a like a, a, a sneaker. They're gonna put a sneaker up, up into the, the Raptors at, at Barclays Center because hey, Natalie, I don't know if you heard this. If Kevin Durant shoots the eyes, <laughs> oh, I know you know it. I know you know it. Still I've your you, greatest moment. I've heard you cuss about history. it. I've heard you cuss about it. Okay. If Kevin Durant just that's their signature moment. What is what is KD's signature? You know they went thirteen they and three when all three of them played together. Did you know that? Did you know that, Natalie? Uh, yes, because put KD's shoe up there, put it on display. And those seventy-four games that Kyrie and KD played together were something. Why? It would never believe, be forgotten. Mike, why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. But he went in so I hard. I don't know, I don't know hey, why. There's so many people. What there. an unstoppable offensive force! Oh, they. And you know what? I did this? not foresee the level of dysfunction. I How did, did you not see it? And you tried to warn me about it. But I just, just I, I didn't people. I didn't imagine that Same all three people. of them at various points would request a trade. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. I just I, that I could sorry I couldn't see that coming. I mean I, I thought I thought maybe there'd be an issue with sharing the basketball, but that's the crazy part. The, but the crazy part is that there was never an issue when it came to who's taking the last shot. All three of them. <laughs> who's taking the last shot. How are they going to share the ball? That was never the problem. How did they, when they played together, you're a professor. They didn't fail. They never took the tests. How did they work <laughs> that out, though? How did they work that out? I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking first. <laughs> they're, they're, they're rushing to ask for a trade first. All three of them asked for a trade, and two of them rescinded it. <laughs> okay, they all asked for it. Wait, right. Not then, even once. Then Katie two of like, them rescinded nah. it, and the other one said, trade me again. Kyrie, then, this is Kyrie's second trade today. And, and then Kyrie, Kyrie said, okay, he wanted pride. <laughs> for opting into his contract. <laughs> I'm courageous. Oh, you're taking $36 million? That's courageous. Oh, my God. Uh, what a story. Oh, what a story. And, 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 and you don't need a calculator for this. I know you're great at math anyway, but you don't need a calculator. How many series did they win overall? <laughs> I didn't come to Phoenix for this. this I, 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 I could have stayed home they and gotten this. series. Let's say, okay, okay. I know, listen, I know, Kevin, people talk about the shoe all the time, but let's talk about some other series. No, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Just oh the shoe. My gosh. That's all we can talk about, the shoe. There's no other great playoff series that the Brooklyn Nets won. It's a shame, though. I, it's, it's really it's a stunning underachievement and a stunning breakdown of the, you know, just relationships. It's a, it's a relationship story. It really is. Well, Listen, because it's a relationship story, Natalie, and given the history of Kyrie's relationships, we know how his relationship with Dallas is going to end. It's going to end badly one way or the other. But in the meantime, can Dallas – look, Dallas has been searching for a star to go alongside Luka forever. The perfect star is not, does not exist because that perfect star wouldn't be available to begin with. A two-way player who can 
you know, uh, play seamlessly alongside Luka. That guy doesn't exist on the open market. I like the pickup for Dallas. I get the pickup for Dallas. They, yeah. had, they had to be aggressive here. They got a guy who could take some of the scoring load, even if they get worse defensively with Kyrie. Look, Kyrie is one thing he can do. Oh, he can ball. He can, score. He can get it, but he can get his alongside another superstar. Yeah. Whether that's yeah. LeBron or KD or whoever. I love it though for Brooklyn because they really well. I love it for Brooklyn because look, all jokes aside, but yeah. all good humor is rooted in truth. They get beyond this toxic relationship. They get deeper and more versatile, especially defensively. Yeah. And now they got some pieces to play with. Maybe on the trade market, they may do something else to build around Durant. Before we bring in Vinny Goodwill. Your take on this trade, Natalie, from the first Super Bowl, giving your NBA expertise. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, the Nets have a squad, and I think, I mean, the immediate reaction by Nets fans is to kind of be disappointed and upset, and I understand all of that given what they've been through. But their team is actually very good. Like, I think if they end up seeing the Celtics in the postseason, they're not getting swept again. It's, it's, a, it's a better, more well-rounded Progress. Team. Um, in terms of the Mavericks, I think they're going to be fun offensive team. They're going to outscore a lot of people, won't be able to defend anything. Right. I don't think this is a contending team that will go all the way, but it'll be fun. And, you know, I think it gives uh, Dallas a, an ability to make a deeper postseason run. Yeah, they went for it. They went for it. Wow. So you guys think this is really – I wonder if – I get it for Dallas. I love it for Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if Kevin Durant loves it for Brooklyn because that's a big question. Yeah. Okay. And, and I know somebody you know, who, somebody who might have some answers on yeah. this because he's got answers on everything else. Yeah. Uh, he's been all over the story as he is on every NBA story. Vince wow. Goodwill is with us now. Uh, Vince, we wish you were here uh, in person in Phoenix um, where Chris Paul was almost shipped out. <laughs> uh, in exchange for Kyrie over. He almost went to Brooklyn. Uh, Vinny, you heard what we got to say. Just give us your overall thoughts on what this tra- uh, whether you like this trade for either team, both team, neither teams, uh, or uh, what's next? Because we still got a couple of days before the trade deadline, Vin. I don't think this does as much for Dallas as people think. Like, like one reason Dallas was able to kind of make a Western Conference Finals run last year was because you had a couple of good defenders on that team. Now you've added Kyrie Irving, right? You've got another shot maker if he shows up to work. Remember, this is the guy that says, I am a leader of this team, and the next day asks for a trade after six weeks of good behavior, along with wanting four years and $200 million. There might be only one NBA owner that desperate to take on a guy, and that's Mark Cuban, right? Now... Imagine what Kyrie's surprise is going to be when he finds out that this is a tryout, right? That this is not something that is guaranteed for him to get all of that money. Because if you look at what Dallas gave up, they didn't give up the farm. They gave up a really important piece in Dorian Finney-Smith, like a guy that sort of connects all things because Mm -hmm. he doesn't need the ball, because he defends and everything else, right? Can you imagine how exhausted those other two defenders on Dallas is going to be when Luca and Kyrie <laughs> and Christian Wood are taking all these shots. So not only am I not getting the ball, but I got to make up for y'all on right. the half court end of the we got, on We got to cover two on five. <laughs> no. So here's where the most intriguing thing to me is. Who, who's getting Kevin Durant? That's what, that's the question. Is, yeah. is that the next shoe to drop? Is, no is, pun intended. Is, is, that the, is, that, is that the next two small shoes I think to one drop? Of his, one of his shoes is up there <laughs> on your wall. Man, there, can we not talk about shoe sizes in front of Natalie? I do not feel like getting <laughs> yelled at or FCC airwaves about a shoe size, right? Now, 
because that move, y'all, didn't really do anything as far as changing the hierarchy in the West, you know what would change the hierarchy in the West? If, say, a team like the Golden State Warriors said, hey, Kevin, let's bring that old thing back again, right? Because this thing we got this year ain't quite working, and we know you're searching for some stability like and some that. familiarity. Now, now so in the why summer... Not, now I bring it back on home. Now, Vinny, in the summer... You know, the, the, the next to last trade request from this big three. Um, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> that, that came up, but it was quickly dismissed. Natalie is our resident Golden State Warriors expert. Um, does it make more sense now, given the state of the Warriors, to entertain a reunion? The appetite was always somewhat there for both sides. Um, but I think I think Phoenix is probably a more realistic team to watch than the Warriors. And I think Phoenix probably has more to offer that the Nets would want than the Warriors. But Joe Lacob has really been unwilling to give up what he has. He would do that probably for a player like Kevin Durant. Mm. Vinny, given what the Nets got in return, I think the Nets did pretty well, all things considered. Now, look, Joe Sy was like, I don't care what the Lakers offering me. I, you ain't going where you want to go. You know what I'm That's saying? That's payback right there. <laughs> that is, like, that is but dirty. All things considered, I think they got a pretty good return for Kyrie. And most important, they got rid of a headache. So you think Durant definitely would want out, despite how well, at least I think Brooklyn did, in this trade? If there's one thing I know about Kevin Durant, one thing that Kevin Durant has shown, he does not want it all on his shoulders. 360 days ago, he had James Harden. Five days ago, he had Kyrie Irving. He has none of those guys now. And you mean to tell me that the poo-poo platter of teammates that he has relative it to ain't the a stars that he platter. Yeah, yes, it is. Relative. Yes, it is. Michael Smith. Relative. I heard you say relative. I heard you. Yes. But you say, I also heard poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's like no disrespect, so, but yeah. so, so considering considering y'all like really bad love songs, I'ma give y'all a opening bar to what Kevin Durant should be saying. I know some of these so-called players wouldn't tell you this. Sing but it, I'ma man. be real and show what's on my heart. Sing he it, should Vinny. call Steve Kerr. He should call Bob Myers. He should call Stephen Curry. And say we ain't getting no younger. Me. We might as well do it. We, we ain't getting get no younger. No younger. <laughs> we might as well do this right damn now. Vinny, I will what? take that as you coming along and coming around to seeing the brilliance of just let's, of let's get married. I appreciate that, Vin. Thank you. Michael Smith, Michael Smith, if ever a man says anything to a woman about a marriage proposal and says, <laughs> I know some of these so-called players wouldn't tell you this, talking up like hating on some other dudes that ain't even there, and that's the opening bar for a marriage proposal, I swear to you, we have lost <laughs> recipes. We have completely lost recipes. It worked. Maybe it worked. It worked for a lot of people. Yes, it did. It worked for a lot of people. I don't know. I have higher standards. Hey. Look, I got an older sister. Hey. If some dude came to my older sister and said that, and she said yes, she will be disowned before she changed her last name. <laughs> well, but I'll tell, tell, tell you this, too. These guys are talking about toxic relationships. The reason people stay in toxic relationships, one of the reasons, because they see sex. some value. Well, yeah, well, that, yeah, that too. But wait, what did he say? Sex. Um, <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> but the reason they stay, Vinny. <laughs> the reason they. Now, stay, I won't say we can't take Vinny nowhere, but he's on, still at home. Yeah, Vinny. That's why, <laughs> he ain't even here, and that's why you're not here. And that's why you're not here. Okay. <laughs> but um, they stay because of, they see some value, and so 
as toxic as Tyree uh, as Kyrie is, twenty seven points, five boards, yeah. five assists, starting the All Star game. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if he still wants to do that. And so. You can't tell me, oh, the Nets did well. No, the Nets didn't do no, no, well. I, well, just like he, didn't. But just like he said, relative to the all-stars he had, it's a poo-poo platter, relative, right? I said all things considered. It's like, did, uh, it's, you're, tra- you know you're trading a superstar. This is why, this is why Joe Side said, but Joe Side got in the way. I, I understand why Super, he's like, Hold on, why, hold on. I understand superstar why he's being petty. Superstar talent. I understand why he's being petty, superstar. though. I'm going to come back to that, baby. He didn't get Go the ahead. best deal, though. He didn't get the best deal. Because what was the best deal? Because... Whatever it was, there was the something Lakers better. Did. He didn't want him to go. He didn't want him to go. I don't go. know that Ru- Russell team. Westbrook. No, it was a three-team trade, though. It was a three-team trade. So he had assets coming from two teams, potentially. And he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to see Kyrie land in L.A. So he chose his ego over okay. the best deal. Perhaps. But I don't think I don't think it's a situation like what Pop did where like he actually could have gotten probably a better deal and still sent Kawhi to Toronto. I, I do think that this is probably one of the better deals Correct. that he could get. So I don't think he hurt, even though he was like, I'm not sending you where you want to go. I don't think he hurt the team also in the Vinny, process. you said super, you emphasize superstar talent. And that's why I was challenging you on the poo-poo platter part. Spencer Didwitty, Dorian Finney-Smith, versatile, better defenders, not as ball dominant, probably better fits, fits from a team standpoint. And you're probably right about Kevin Durant and what he doesn't want. He doesn't want it to be all on him, right? Maybe, maybe so. But we spent the whole opening segment, and all we've talked about is how to, for all the superstar talent, to your point, Vinny, that the Brooklyn Nets had with Kyrie and, and James Harden alongside KD, what do they have to show for it? So that's why I feel like they might be in a better situation come playoff time than they otherwise would have been because otherwise they're relying on Mr. Unreliable. And, and so far, what has that gotten him? So that's why yeah. I feel like they have made out, for all intents and purposes, just by getting rid of the headache, getting rid of the, the, the distraction, getting rid of the, the cloud. Who knows if he if he decided to play the rest of the year. All that stuff is out the door. Almost anything you get in return of value is gravy to me, Vinny. Okay, I, I kind of understand you on that one. But did either one of you, did any one of you honestly believe that the Brooklyn Nets, even with a healthy Kevin Durant, even with Kevin Durant being in the conversation of, you know, best player alive, right? Did any of y'all really believe they were going to be Boston or Milwaukee with Kyrie Irving? I right. didn't. Right. Okay. So if that's the answer, no, Kyrie Irving isn't a quote-unquote superstar. Yeah, it, it, it may be more reliable guys that you get, but it doesn't bring you any closer to that level, to that upper echelon. It puts you further back. Now you have Kevin Durant who's going to have to come back off of injury and then rush like he did last year. Remember, he rushed to the finish line, and by game three of that series against Boston, when they got swept, that man was exhausted, right? So you're going to put yourself in the same situation this time. Now, the Kyrie thing with the Lakers. Thank you. I was going to bring that up. For the past three months, we've been saying the Lakers have nothing to offer but a poo-poo platter, right? That's a real poo-poo platter. They did, they're real poop black. They did not put both draft picks on the table along with two rotation players. So take the pettiness out of it. Was it actually the best deal no. that the no. Brooklyn no. Nets could have gotten? And if no. the answer is no, then it's not about Joe Side being petty because I truly believe it's Sean Marks that came to Joe Side and said, hey, this is the best deal for our present and our mm. future. Forget where Kyrie Irving is going. I do think that some level 
of cooler head would have prevailed, but it, the Lakers didn't put their best foot forward. Why? Because they didn't trust Kyrie Irving. Why did Joe Sy not want to trade Kyrie Irving to the Lakers? Because Kyrie Irving made that bet. Regardless of what happens here, we've got to realize the Dallas Mavericks did not get better. Kyrie Irving is not in that much of a better situation, and we still don't know. There's still no guarantee that this guy is going to get four years and two hundred million dollars this offseason. So while well, it looks on it, while it looks on his face like he won, he's still at Baltic Avenue, and y'all betting he gonna get the boardwalk. I need to well, see it. it. But but that's but that's why all, all all well said. I think maybe we'll see if if Dallas is better. They're definitely different. But if I'm going to bet on a Kyrie Irving, I'm going to bet on the one that knows he has to not only be on his best behavior, but play his best ball if he wants to get anything close to the contract he wants. Hold on. He has every incentive. He didn't learn. He has every incentive. I know, Vinny. He's not learning. If there's a chance that Kyrie Irving is going to go act right, it's now. If there's a chance. Michael Smith. Michael Smith. Michael Smith. I was born yesterday, but I stayed up all night. All right, Denzel. But I remembered in the womb. When I was in the womb, because I wasn't born till yesterday, that Kyrie Irving entered the season in the contract year, right? And he played well, and he played great. He didn't get the contract he wanted, on the terms he wanted, and he asked out. He, he Kyrie this thing, but he's been playing what, well. Michael Smith, what happened before he started playing his best ball? What did he do on the Twitter machine? Oh. Why you got to go bringing up old shit? But like, also, <laughs> the thing about it is this is not just about, like, how Kyrie performs and what he does and his reliability. There's also Luca, who's a factor in what happens in Dallas. Because mm. Luca had to sign off on this, and they have to – Luca wanted help. And so at the end right. of the day, if they're not going to keep Kyrie – they have to also have an answer for Luca because they could also risk losing him too. So that's why they it's had not to do all it. just yeah. about Kyrie. That, and that's why I say I get it. Hey, Vinny, I get the sense trade deadline still a couple of days away. Uh, oh, we'll be talking we, to you. Again. You might be bringing you yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just fly out to Phoenix? I'm sure there's some sun. Maybe, who knows? The Suns <laughs> may do something. Just fly to Phoenix preemptively. Come kick it with us. Talk NBA. Talk football, which you know less about than you do basketball, which is saying something. I'm wow. kidding. I'm, <laughs> wow. On the way I out. I love you. Let him go. Let him On go for you. Out. Let him go for you. Say something. Let him go. Bye, oh, you, know what, you know what's coming. <laughs> you know what he's trying you know to say. Money. There it is. I, there will, I will be in L.A. for the LeBron, you know, the LeBron Fest, right? Yes. You know, yes. And, then Kyrie, and then Kyrie's debut is Wednesday against the Clippers. So I can easily Make a detour. come and fly. You, you know what, Michael? If only you were not in the hairline hall of fame i would have something i would have a really clever and snappy comeback but i really ain't got nothing i'm shocked i'm shocked or maybe you or, or maybe you just use your better judgment because i know you got something you just decided not to get us canceled i appreciate you man we love you All right, baby. <laughs> we, we love you teats and watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. 
Follow your crave. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Is there a thought in your head that, man, I gave a lot. I need to exhale. I, I got to give this thing some space here. Is, is that like time? I'm, I'm talking 15 months. I'm talking 18 months. Yeah, I think for me, absolutely. And even, you know, decompression is important. You know, I, I, you're on this kind of really crazy treadmill slash hamster wheel for a long time, <laughs> loving the moment, loving the journey. At the same time, you know, there's a, there's a, a, it's a daily fight. You know, you wake up every day, just like you do. And I have appreciation for so many people that are so committed every day to showing up, to put their max effort into their life and their career. And I think for me, I want to be great at what I do. And even, you know, talking even last week with the people at Fox sports, you know, and, and the leadership there allowing me to start, you know, my Fox opportunity in, in the fall of 2024 is something that's great for me. So take some time to really learn, become great at what I want to do, become great at, um, you know, thinking about the opportunity and make sure I don't rush into anything. And- All right, brother from another back here at Super Bowl 57 from Phoenix, um, a regular at Super Bowls and specifically here in Phoenix uh, is, of course, Tom Brady, who is now retired. Chris Sims, uh, as an excellent uh, broadcaster yourself, oh, former player turned broadcaster you. yourself. You. I mean, Brady should be calling you up. But Man, I, 37.5. Please, NBC, give me that. <laughs> well, he's, so he's starting it. To, you, you're almost there. Uh, he's yeah, starting. Just, in, just, a, just a nudge away. Yeah, yeah. He's starting in 24. But yeah. I don't know, man. Even Some about the, the answer, some about right. how he responded kind of gave me some encouragement about the kind of broadcaster he'll be when he starts. He seemed incredibly at peace and relaxed and thoughtful. Not that he's never, never not that. Right. Yeah. But I think we've only seen him um, responding to questions as an NFL quarterback. Yeah, right. Not as a former quarterback. So maybe, maybe there's a guard that he will – let go instinctively let down yeah. now that he's no longer right. has to either tow the patriot or buccaneer company line right well and we saw him let down the, the guard a little bit when he went from new england to tampa right yeah. we saw that so he's capable yeah i i've been around tom a lot in my life tom's cool as hell yeah he's fun to talk to yeah you know yes if he doesn't have bill belichick you know looking over his shoulder he's he's a lot cooler that's for sure I, I don't doubt that he'll be great at this job. I don't. I, I think he's, you know, I, I think people, yo, well, maybe he'll be a little too robotic. Or whatever. He's not. He's not going to be robotic. He's a great communicator. Yeah. And as you guys know, he's he's cool with everybody in the locker room. The country guy, the guy from the hood, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Old, he's young. Cool. Right. Yeah. He's cool with them all. Yeah. So he's got that special way, let alone we know he's going to work and he's going to be emotionally invested in it because he's going to want to be good at it. Yeah. You know, good for him. Take a year off. You deserve that. He had a rough year with his family, yeah. all of that. Maybe get a little practice in announcing the game so the haters don't jump on you right, right. away, sure, right? Sure. Sure. Oh, man, they let go of Greg Olson. Tom can't even yeah. tell me what's going on here <laughs> yeah. in the third, right? So right. I think there's a lot of positives here. And he I'm, also I'm gets some removal for us because we don't – it's like if he jumps right into it. Like, yeah. I don't know, let's talk about him doing something for this year's Super Bowl. If he jumps right into it, then it's still – a little too close, a little yeah, too right. close to what just happened, what just finished. Now he gets to be a year removed. Uh, I, I like that for him. But as far putting a putting a, a wrap on, I guess his career, yeah, because he seems serious. Yeah. Um, it's over. Despite my skepticism uh, and other skepticism, 
his dad, and, and Charles Robinson talked to us about this, mm-hmm. about, you know, people around the league noticing, and I'm sure you did, his reluctance, his uncharacteristic reluctance to hold on to the ball and take hits. Yeah. His dad gave voice to that about Brady telling Brady Sr., I don't want I don't, I, I'm tired of getting hit. Yeah. Mm. Can you, yeah. you, you didn't get hit for 23 years. No, right. But, like, can you speak to exactly, because that's something that we took for granted about Brady, is how physically, it was always about, like, you know, Father Time, he's defeated Father Time. Yeah. He could still play. Right. He's obviously still sharp. Stand he's in still, there and yeah. take it. But, right. like, how that takes a toll on you. It, it, it does. It, it takes a toll on you. It starts to take a mental and physical effect on you. And you get to an age, again, I can't speak to that. I, I lived with a guy that can speak with that, and my dad. And, yeah, the, the problem, and we're seeing this with a little bit of Aaron Rodgers, too, right now. You know, it's a little bit more preservation than ever before in their careers, where you knew they, these are guys that will do whatever they got to do to win the football game. But they're also, yeah, waking up in the morning on a Monday going, damn, I'm, I'm more sore now than I've ever been in my life, let alone they want to continue their career and continue to play at a high level. But I think it, it is that preservation that comes into, yes, there's a handful of plays every game where I go, damn, Brady five years ago, eight years ago, he would have stood in there and thrown that 20-yard in cut. He had it. Man, he had it. And then it's instead the last year or two, it's a little, oh, let me just get it out. And, hey, we're getting to second and seven and move on. And, th- and that's cool. You can work it that way. It's just hard to win a Super Bowl that way. There's only so many opportunities you get to go, here comes a 35-yard post down the middle or a big in cut that you get to take advantage of. Uh, I think that's where it gets hard. And then when you start to worry about that a little bit and you're getting hit, then you start to not read defenses the right way either. Yeah. You know, you start to go, well, I'm not going to wait for that. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to mm. get here. And you go, you know, get in the film room the next day. And the coach goes, well, why didn't you? Th- this is going to be open. And, and, you know, I'm sure he gives some answer that not totally truthful. But yeah. it's, it's, it, that's one thing that is undefeated. Yeah. Father Time, Israel. he's been beating him up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Those body but blows start part, to add up. Yeah, yeah. It's, starting, it's starting to get him a little. Yeah. The bigger, the faster, the stronger. Who really wants to get hit by some of these guys? Exactly. I'm, I'm saying to Mike on the way in. No, Tom Brady has been a part of two classic Super Bowls here. Yeah. 18 and 1. Right. Your Giants yeah. win. Dodgy. Man. Okay. <laughs> then he was a part of, you know, Malcolm Butler's Super Bowl here. It's amazing. Now, he wasn't a part of, you know, Pittsburgh and Dallas, uh, I think that the Super third. Super 30. The third. Yeah. The third and four years for the Cowboys yeah. right there. I was there for that. All right. So you were there for that one. Yeah. How about this one? Yeah. Is this going to be a classic? I think this is going to be a classic. You think so? I do. I do. Why? Well, I think, one, they're the two best teams in football, or, or at least in that, you know, the 49ers sure at full strength. I was about to say, Brandon and I, you disagree. I hear you. I mean, the 49ers are stacked. We know yeah. that. We do. The Eagles are the best team in football. There's no, to me, there's no weakness on the Eagles football team. There's the, the, probably the weakest position on their roster is running back, and it's not like it's bad. You know, so they still have plenty of options and depth there. You know, now the Chiefs are not as good as the Eagles, but not so less than that the magic man wearing 1-5, the guy that's already an all-time great for my money, can't tip the scales and go, oh, no, oh. Like, the 49ers were better than the Chiefs in the 2019 Super Bowl. I have no doubt about it. That mm. team was better. Mm. But when you got that quarterback, even though you're a little lesser, then you win by 10. Uh, so I do. I think there's a lot of interesting matchups within the game here, let alone there's studs on both sides of the ball. And I think it's two teams that kind of relish the big lights and I'm going to make the big play and do all that. I don't think it's going to be like 38-35, but I think 28-24, 28, mm. somewhere in that yeah. range, right? That's yeah. kind of how I look at it. Fellas, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to predict yeah. that a black quarterback 
is going to win Boom. this year's Super Bowl. I do but like that. <laughs> but what if, what if one of the starting black quarterbacks gets hurt? <laughs> well, yeah, that's saying, maybe I'll take the under. <laughs> Leads me perfectly into uh, talking about injured quarterbacks. Right. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about the game throughout the week. Um, but the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, Remember when Joe Montana was the GOAT, by the way? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like, we, we old enough to remember was, that, right? Sure. He was my GOAT. Yeah, that was you know, my guy. Yeah. Uh, Joe Montana was out Joe. with our man Mike Silver, uh, and he had some thoughts about the future of the 49ers quarterback position, which is certainly in flux. Right. Before that championship game, it was going to be Purdy next year on a rookie contract. That Trey Lance probably would have hung around and been the backup. But what do you do if you're them now? Well, I start Jimmy. He has won a lot of games. I can't say the same for Trey, right? You don't know that from him. I don't think it's hard. I think you just start Jimmy. The hard part is that Jimmy has a no franchise tag clause and he's a free agent. So you got to really show him the love to try to get him back. He still won a lot of games before he got hurt, right? And so he put him in that position to be able to go, to go on that run to begin with. So you handed a guy, a team, Sort of like somebody else I know got handed a good team. <laughs> so uh, you got to go with the guy who's been winning the games and, and gets the offense and go from there. What, 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 mm-hmm. Was that? Was, was that, was that a shot shape? of Steve Young? <gasps> that was a shot? Right. <gasps> right. And, and Steve Young, I say this all the time. Give me Steve Young, circa nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety five, over anybody. He's pretty amazing. Over anybody, I'm not going to go anybody. No. anybody. It's, it's yeah. awesome. mofo. Well, <laughs> I mean, to me, he's just making the point of was, yeah. those were great teams. They the were. They those were great teams. And so, with no salary cap era. That's they, true. So that's the people and, forget. And so, what's old is new again. We've been talking about reruns the whole show. Yeah. So we know Aaron Rodgers out of his own mouth didn't go into San Francisco. Right. Uh, where do the Niners go with this stacked team in this huge void at the quarterback position? Uh, I, I mean, I don't think it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. That's that's the first thing I'll say. That, right. that, that's over that's and done with. I think he's done with it. Mm. And again, I think you just saw, I mean, the only thing I'd argue with Joe there is just go, Joe, we saw another guy come in and the offense was every bit as good, if not, if better. not better. And yeah. it was maybe as good as we've seen the 49ers look over the last few years, right? So that's where I would, you know, and that's no disrespect to Jimmy G. I understand he's starting caliber type of quarterback in football, but I think they're also trying to build something here for the future and have kind of a young nucleus. I have a hard time. I, I don't. Trey Lance is the like Brock Purdy. I would expect if he can throw the ball yeah. somewhat close to one hundred percent. You know, by the time training camp comes, I expect him to be the starter. I, I do. Yeah. Brady's yeah. retired, so that's gone. Yeah. Right. I do think there was some some let's feel each other out at the end. Okay. I do. Okay. You know, by Brady or the Niners, either way. Okay. Right? That was the one that made the most sense to me. Brady was going to come back to some team that was like, we might go to the wild card game, right? He's, <laughs> he's going to a team that can win the Super Bowl, right? right? So right. the 49ers were the short list of yeah. those teams available. Um, but I think, one, the team loves Brock Purdy, yep. right? Trey Lancer's the rawness factor. Can he get the weapons, the ball, Debo, Kittle? Can he do that on a consistent basis, right? And, and then here we are, another year that would scare me with Trey Lance is we had the COVID year. He had a rookie year he didn't play. Now he didn't play again. He's never ran a two-minute drill in a game in his life Jeez. to this point, other yeah. than some preseason football, right? So those are the things where I go, I just don't know where this goes, and we might have fallen too far behind the curve to think we're going to— So two ships might have sailed. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if two ships sailed. Yeah. I, would th- I could see Brock Purdy with more of a 
an established veteran coming in as behind him as a bridge, just in if case if Purdy gets hurt yeah, or yeah. if it does fall apart a little bit. Yeah. Then that that would be how I would envision. Maybe it. Matt Ryan. Maybe they, Matt Ryan. And they move on from Trey Lance. I, I, I mean, wow. again, I, yeah, I have no inside info there. Yeah. None. Yeah. But it just the whole situation seems awkward. And then I ought to think with Trey Lance too. He's he's got to be sitting here going, "What's where is the future What's for up? me?" Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know, and then also what plays into that, if they did want to trade him or what, what could you get at this point yeah. for a Trey Lance? So there's a lot of things that go on in, in this scenario. I, I got to like this. I like a guy who, who shoots his shot, just puts it right out there. Devontae Adams is like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Uh, are you asking me if I want Aaron Rodgers to throw me the ball? Yes, I do. Yeah, I want to put it out there. Right. What's the likelihood of that? Yeah, what, what signs are you seeing? Because I'm, I'm going to this astrological thing. I don't yeah. know if you're going to check it out, too. Oh, I like that. I, I need to learn to I love like myself astrology. more. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm a Virgo. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm into that stuff. I really am. So, I, I mean, not like every day reading my horoscope. But, so, well, yeah, I'm about to say, what, what are the signs? Are yeah. you reading the signs? Well, listen, I, I know those guys out with the Raiders, <laughs> yeah. right? I know how they work. I worked up in New England with Josh McDaniels. I played for him. You know, Dave Ziegler was there. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is their cup of tea. Hmm. I don't look at it that way. You know, one, Aaron Rodgers wants to be the king of the castle. That's what he is. He's, yeah. you know, that's the way Green Bay is. They went from Favre to him. They let their quarterback sing in the king of the castle. But McDaniel and they were going, wait, wait, we just were with the GOAT, and he wasn't even the king of our castle. So you're not going to come in here and just tell us how to run the offense yeah. and do that. It's a total adjustment as far as the offense itself. And then – I, here's my other thing. I, I mean, you know the New England way. If yeah. you're going to hire McDaniel and Dave Ziegler from New England, right. to me this isn't like, oh, we're going to turn it around in one year. You're in it for the long play, right? Yeah. right. Their ability to find value-free agents and value in the draft is yeah. what made New England who they were for 20 years. I yeah. think their best so play is Stidham. So you got to let that work. Stidham and draft a guy. Exactly. That's, I, I think, that's, their best play. That's to me where I would also, think. Also, look how bad Derek Carr looked. I don't think Derek Carr – Derek Carr look, looked at times – Incompetent in that system. Yeah, that's a hard system. You can't, can't help you. You can't help yourself. You just crush it. No, crushing I, I say in that system. No, in that system. Well, he had some moments yeah. where you go for a guy that's making forty million dollars a year this year. You go, man, the game, that play was there for you. This was. It's you know, the there's only a handful way. Of games it's the only where, way to explain how Jared Stidham could look better than Derek Carr ever did well, is because of his familiarity with that system. He had Devonte Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and the number one rusher in football. Right. And I think whenever that happens and all that kind of was successful for the most part, and then you go, wait, we're not winning games. You look at it and you go, wait. And then we can get into a few games where I know just specifically watching on film, whether it was the Jaguars game, the Rams game, uh, where at the The end of the game, the Steelers Steelers game, where there were some plays in the second half where you just go, man, you play too much football to miss that throw or not make this throw or all that. And I think, again, they're from a place where they're like, wait, our quarterback makes that throw, hangs in the pocket, whatever, and they just it just wasn't their cup of tea So real quick before we let you go, um, Derek Carr had a lot of fun at the Pro Bowl. Right. And honestly, quick Pro Bowl take. Yeah. It was fun to watch those guys have fun. It was. I agree. They seemed to enjoy themselves. That was was a fun watch. Um, But he had some fun, had some fun at his own expense at times. Good sport that he is. Best fit for him before we let you go. I, I mean, I think Houston's going to go QB, right? Mm-hmm. If Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is where I would like to be the one place I would look at, I could see. I think Derek Carr could be the guy that could end up being there. 
with the, with the, with Jets. the Jets? I do. Yeah. I, I, I don't envision Carolina and Frank Reich going, let me try the new quarterback thing that's established again. Yeah. He's already got a reputation for that, right or wrong. I don't think it's really right to put that on him. But, it, but it, that situation, I just go, man, he's, he's dealt with that enough here. I don't think you're going to start that again. The Colts are a team you look at. To go, would they do that again? Oh, I have yeah. a hard time thinking. Maybe Chris it's Ballard, Tampa if you want to be the guy to follow. Maybe the guy. Tampa. <laughs> if Houston maybe wanted to go, yeah. maybe you want to draft a quarterback, and we felt like he's going to yeah. take a little time to develop. Yeah. But I, I, as the time goes on, I don't know. I kind of feel like the Jets are the team that makes sense scheme wise. That offense, and uh, I don't know if they'll have to, you know, whether it's free agency or trade. I don't. Yeah. That's the other thing here too with Derek Carr too. Will they trade for him? Are they going to cut him? Can he find another team that's going to pay him $40 million a year for Doubtful, sure? Those yeah. are the things that yeah. at least percolate right. my brain. All right, brother. Well, yeah. You work right, 40 man. in every penny. Thanks, man. Ain't no way Brady should be making more than me. What? What'd you say? You that. Besides so, him seven you rings, you man. What do you got on you? You said you want 37, what? 37, 5. Would you take half of that? Yes. I take half of that. <laughs> and I take half of that. Good to see you, man. I didn't see you all season. Well, I saw you on Sunday night. Brother I didn't see you on Brother from another. I saw you. I saw you. The show felt incomplete. All right, good. I'm still the, we didn't the, do the, the white We forgot to put you in the middle. Thing, though. We didn't do that. We thing, forgot to put you in the middle. We didn't do Oreo cookie today. Yeah. and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think the Chiefs. I just I don't know. I just I just I just, I just think uh, the Philly has definitely has Kelsey. They got their hands full. They got they got they got their hands full. I don't know. I don't know um, fully about that defense. Um, I don't know. I, they talk about them being a good defense. I'm not too sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think. The, I think the pass game, um, this Kansas City pass game, will uh, expose what we thought we were going to be able to expose. Um, before some unfortunate circumstances happen. So we'll see. We'll see. But like I said, you got to get lucky to win the Super Bowl. Um, and they just got oh, extremely yeah. lucky last week. So who's to say they can't do it twice? <laughs> I mean, tell us how you really feel, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Mike Jones from The <laughs> Athletic is here. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Just what? Uh, like these dudes right here. Okay. <laughs> this, uh, this is what I can't stand about. I can't stand the 49ers. They all got that Ayuk <laughs> spirit. <laughs> They all have it. Okay, he said hands down, Mike Jones. 
hands down, the best team in football. If you are hands down the best at anything, if they take away a hand, right. you still go win. Yeah. So I don't want to hear about your court. Oh, your quarterback went out. I wish Brock Purdy had stayed in the game. I wish he had stayed. I wish. I wish Hassan Reddick hadn't hurt him. Yeah. So we wouldn't have to deal with these 49ers excuse makers. They, these are the biggest excuse makers in football. But if they didn't even make keep it close, though. How are you gonna keep it close with Josh Jones? No, but I'm saying like if you're oh, going okay, to say that, you, know, you gotta at least else. keep it close. You're better than everybody else. Keep. You need a quarterback. Oh, yeah, hey, I don't know a quarterback. You should be able to be quarterback driven. Listen, man. Hey, listen. Do they think better it. than anybody else? Who, who told? Hey, hey, Brandon. Who told your head coach to block Reddick with a tight end? Okay, that was dumb. That was dumb. Okay. That was dumb. Who told, okay. your, who told your head coach not to call a timeout or throw a challenge flag on a Devontae Smith catch? Who told your head coach to go into halftime with three timeouts? Can it be hands down? Can it be Sit a reason? Can it be a reason and not an excuse, Mike Jones? Why the 49ers are not here? Sit down. I mean, the reason is that they ran through three quarterbacks and they had a, you know, and they couldn't. But there were also other things that led to that. It wasn't just the quarterback. Now that was a big domino that yeah. triggered all that. Yeah. But I mean. It's hard to, I mean, good job for them for having three quarterbacks that were capable of playing, you know. But, I mean, again, you named a number of decisions there that Kyle made that kind of really kind of hamstrung his team there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there were, there were shortcomings all across the board. It wasn't just that. But here's the thing. I think the moral of this story is moving on from the 49ers. They're at home. Okay. They're at home. They're at home. They're at home. At home with the us. Eagles are here. Yes. We're us. not at home. But I'm saying, but at home, we'll be watching. We'll be yeah, watching. Exactly. They'll be watching <laughs> right. just like we're watching. Right. Why is it open season on not just the Eagles, but Nick Sirianni in particular? I, I don't, Where's the disrespect for him coming from all of a sudden? I, I don't know if it's just because, I mean, you, you have a second-year guy here who's going up against a legendary guy, and you've got to figure out, okay, he can't be this good. There's got to be something, you know what I mean? Um, and it's hard to, I mean, look, give him his props for what he's done and how he's you know, developed this team and turned it around very quickly. But, I mean, I guess there, you, just, you, you hate to give – them that much credit for, for that quickly turning it around? I don't know if that's what it is or what. Yeah, I mean, it, it, is there any truth? Is there any truth to, I mean, I know they're, they're exaggerating. Hey, the Eagles, you know, Brandon Ayuk says, hey, they're not that good in the passing game. Uh, you know, a good passing game will expose them. Or I know the Giants got stung by them. So, hey, you know, he's got a great offense. So, you know, he's not really doing that much. Is there any truth in any of this criticism for Sirianni? That you see. I don't think so. I mean, because the thing is, like, yeah, they had an easy time in the playoffs. You know, they didn't really have to air it out. Um, you know, they didn't have to throw in either one of those games. But would you look at what they did throughout the whole season? Yeah, they had a softer a softer schedule, but they took care of business. Was it? You know what I mean? I mean, I looked at their record against winning teams. They had, like, one of the best records. In, I think they were 9-1. Yeah, well, look, going into the season, it looked like one of the. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But still, they still took care of business. Statistically you know I mean? speaking, yeah. they have one of the best pass rushers right. of all time. Yes. Like, four guys with double-digit sacks. Yeah. So, the board. I mean, like, I think both of us expect a close game. But if, if, if anybody's getting the benefit of the doubt, it feels like, just from a conversation standpoint, it feels like it's Kansas City given – you know, they have an all-time great quarterback. But, man, like, what if Philadelphia does to Kansas City what Tampa's offense did? Right. The la- Tampa's defense, I beg your pardon, did to Patrick Mahomes. What if Patrick Mahomes got to throw more, you know, h- halfway off the ground passes? Or, or if he has to move. <laughs> yeah. Or if he just right. has to move around a little bit more than he did in that Cincinnati I game. mean, I hate to play the disrespect card on somebody else's behalf, but it does feel like Philadelphia, 
is not getting the respect yeah. it deserves, maybe because they had such an easy time right. yeah. in the playoffs, but that's really got more to do with them. Yeah, but I think that that's why people are like, they can't possibly be this good. They can't quite give themselves into believing. But the thing is, like, the proof is there, all the statistically in their defense. And look, their offense, you know, one of the leading offenses across the board um, as well. So, I mean, I'm not – I don't feel like they, they – shouldn't be there. I feel like you have the best team in the NFC and the best team in the AFC. This is what you want. Yeah. And by the way, Mike, I, I, I hate to Which say Mike? this. Both of us? Uh, yeah, Michael Smith. Okay. I'm not sure the game's going to be close. Much respect oh, for Kansas City. I thought you said you were in the Classic. I asked. I asked oh. if, if it would be a Classic. Oh, okay. the cla- and, they, and Classic games are usually oh, here. Oh, okay. I think Philadelphia is just – I think Philadelphia is a cut above. Hmm. Okay. I, so. I think they are the best team. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I think they're the best team in football, hands down, the Eagles. And I think it's going to be hard for Kansas City to match up with them in certain areas. That running game, man. Uh, good I luck. Mean, good luck. It's like, I mean, no, the Chiefs were top just, ten against the run. Defense no, no, wise, no, so, no, no question. Yeah. But against this run offense, this, this is a different This is a different beast with that quarterback right. and, and that offensive line. It's and a it's different simple. beast. I mean, this is like, you know, a, a good teaching moment. If you, you have somebody – who just like, okay, tell me why Philadelphia is good. You just say O-line, D-line. They're right. You just they, start right they there. They built it up front. Yep. And mm-hmm. they got – so I think they have more than any – filling the opponent, they got more than the opponent when it comes to that. No, so I, I agree th- with you. I think it might be like a like a 10 or 14-point win for Philly. Damn. I, I yeah. mean, I think their their defense will, will do very well. That's a lot of points. I mean, that's a big – 10 points? Point. Yeah. That's a lot. It's not three scores. It's not three. It's not three. It's not. It's not. It's, not, it's, only, it's, it's only not thirty. 10. It's not thirty-one seven. I mean, you know, right? Exactly. For example, that's I what mean, I thought you were saying. Right, right, right. It's hey, not like they're going to lose listen, by twenty-four. We almost up against the clock, Mike. But you recently spoke to Doug Williams yeah. about the significance of that. And I said tongue in cheek earlier. My prediction is a black quarterback over the Super Bowl this year, right. which we've never been able to say that in 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 just like that because right. we never had two facing off. But between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. One brother is going to have um, uh, the Lombardi Trophy in his hands. It's special. How significant is it? And this is what I mean by that. Um, I don't. I think. I, at least I hope we're at a point. And he, there's always going to be double standards. There's always going to be unfair criticism. There's always going to be stereotypes assigned. That's just being black in America, regardless mm-hmm. yeah. of what line of work you're in. But I don't think we're at a. I think we're beyond the point where black quarterbacks have to prove that they can do it. I don't see this as a watershed moment that some owner, general manager, head coach, personnel yeah. guy is going to look and say, huh, well, maybe I ought to reconsider how I view black quarterbacks. I no. don't think it's that. No. But it's special nonetheless. Why? Right. No, it's special just because of the history and how hard it was for those guys to get the opportunity. As Doug said, now you're at a time where these coaches don't care what color you are. They will play the best guy right. to give them a chance to win. These mostly white coaches right. don't care what right. color you exactly. are. Exactly. <laughs> when he was playing, he would see talented brothers on the bench because they were brothers yeah. and playing behind, behind you know, inferior talent. That's different now. But now just the fact that – we almost don't even think about it. And it's like, whoa, you know? Yeah. You know, it's not like, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, look, they got a black quarterback. Yeah. Oh, they got a black. Now, you know what I mean? You've got these two guys here, excellent, yeah. among the, the, the top in their whole generation here. Well, and, and that's to And me, that's why it's significant. And, and not only that, for the first time, not only is a black quarterback the best quarterback, but the face of the league, arguably, exactly. in Patrick Mahomes. That's right. We yeah. appreciate yeah. you, yes, brother. Sir. Thank Thanks you so much. Mike Jones, good to see you. 
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Man. All right, one showdown, four to go. We here all week. Lots of guests. Thanks to this lady, Nat. You want to you want to come back? You want to make another appearance? <laughs> it's up to you guys. All right, for yes, sure. yes, more of Nat. <laughs> I know. Star of the show, right Day here. One. We'll Natalie see y'all tomorrow with Holly and Smith. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, put that in there. It's like featuring, <laughs> introducing. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.